Yeah, it's still America's past. Okay, still America's past. It, it's a past time. Yeah, you're damn right. <laughs> it's been left behind. You, you. America has moved on. Uh, baseball, you got to catch up. Hello, welcome to Hattrick. I am Jordan Dollar Coltman, joined by Braden Dollar Coltman and Elliot Tanti. Braden is back with us this week. He took a week off to sunbathe and get a sunburn on the island. How you feeling, Braden? I'm feeling great. I was ready to record last week, but I was told that I wasn't needed. So. Yeah, you're right. We didn't actually want you. <laughs> Elliot and I had a great time without you. I brought a mic and everything. Like, yeah. I was ready to go. No, Braden, or Elliot and I had an awesome episode last week. If you haven't heard it, go back and listen to it. Elliot, uh... Had lots of very strong opinions, and because Braden wasn't there, he had some time to speak. So, <laughs> you're welcome. Ain't you're welcome. Truth. And by island, of course, we do mean prison, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Braden hasn't actually listened to the episode, but we did. Right, we right. did talk about how you were in prison. Anyway, Fantastic. he has gotten I paroled. My time. Yeah, he has been paroled, and we are ready to go. Uh, this is this week's episode half trick. Here we go. Okay, topic one. Because Braden didn't bother to show up last week, we're gonna put him into. Uh, we're gonna, you know, uh, give give him a couple extra innings here. Yeah, I got some things to say. Yeah, we're gonna put him to work. Uh, the very first topic we're gonna talk about is something we haven't touched on almost at all this season, this year. Because frankly, I just couldn't be bothered to care about baseball anymore. I just Whatever. feel like it has moved so far away from like mainstream. Um, the mainstream way that, what? Well, just sports and culture in general. I feel like <sighs> it's sort of the lost. No, I really do. I think it's like it's been the left behind sport as we move into like the digital. That's a, the players, that's a very strong take. That is a very strong. Well, I take. think it's been left behind the in NFL what, and what? just let me, let me get it no, out. No, then. Let us hear <laughs> the NFL and the, and, and the NBA yeah. have just completely eclipsed it as being the two most important sports in America. 20 years ago, mm-hmm. it would have been baseball in the NFL, mm-hmm. right? And the NBA was the third league and mm-hmm. the NBA has become the more important cultural sport in the United States, yeah, right? There's yes. no way the NBA is more important in the United States than the MLB. I think that culturally. it's definitely. Taken. I think culturally, it's 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 much more important but, right but now. But I do think it depends on where you are in that. Yeah, and that's fair. But I think on mass, you go watch sports coverage. You watch what what is being programmed on the major networks. Look, Jordan, it was an outlandish about. take during your opening, and we're just not going to stand for it here. Okay, it was a bad take. So moving. I on. stand by it. The point being, there is one baseball team in Canada that's really the only one Braden gives a damn about. So we're going to talk. I give a damn about. Yeah, most of Canadians give a damn about. Right. Let's talk about the Toronto Blue Jays. All right. Uh, we're about what halfway through the season. Is that fair? A little over yeah, halfway. We're just a little over half. That so how the how has the how have the Blue Jays fared? They're now back at home. They finally got to come back to Canada from exile in Buffalo. And obviously, Major League Baseball had a weird season last year. They they kind of had a season, if you can like, but it was it wasn't like a bubble. It was sort of they just tried to plug through, and they got sort of sort of some semblance of a season. But this is really the first time they've been back to full baseball schedule. So how do the Blue Jays look? They're a younger team, but they're definitely on the upswing. They're definitely a younger team. They're um, they're a younger team full of some of the best young talent that baseball has to offer, which is really exciting, really fun, um, I think, for the league and specifically for this team. It's got to be hard to be moving. Like they, they were in, yeah, like you said, they were in Florida for a quarter of the season. They were then moved to Buffalo for another quarter of the season, and then all of a sudden they're moving to Toronto. Everybody's like, yeah, welcome home, but none of these guys even have homes. Half of them have even played in Toronto before. Um, so it's, it, yes, it's exciting for those players that are with the team now that haven't been with the team, um, that are now, you know, able to experience the fan 
and and it's and it's exciting because these fans are they're not like normal baseball fans they're fans who have been waiting for their team to arrive back um for for a couple of years now so uh, there's there's some excitement with that they went on a really really great uh, winning streak over the last couple of weeks they're kind of in a slump right now they're george springer has been exactly what the toronto blue jays had paid him to be um, he's injured right now and hopefully that doesn't last long, but they're definitely primed. I'm, I'm a little worried <laughs> about the competition this year. They're, they, they're kind of on the outside looking in on the wild card. They're not too far back, but I think over the next five years, this, this, this is going to be a top team in the MLB. Elliot, so, he, so here's my question for you, Brian. And, and uh, can you talk a little bit about like, everyone knows the blue Jays can hit that's their stick. That's been their stick for, for sure. a long time. And they've continued that kind of culture. Um, yeah. of being a good hitting team to start the year, their pitching was atrocious. What happened? What's changed? <laughs> what's, what, what's, 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 what's happened to, to at least make them a more competitive ball team and that they have some sort of defense now when it comes to, well, defense or pitching. Cause when it comes to pitching, they, well, have pitching, not, pitching, pitching they haven't done that. They haven't done anything. This team is, is notorious for lacking pitching. The, the, the struggles that we've faced this year is, is a severe, a lack of talent in the bullpen. Um, and with that comes lack of confidence and then losses. And so uh, at the deadline, we, we pass over the deadline on Hattrick, but now is a perfect time to mention that we de- the, the Jays made some great additions with uh, Jose Barreos. They, they gave up their number two and number four prospect uh, Austin Martin and Simeon Wood Richardson. If people remember, he was the pitcher that came over in the Marcus Stroman trade with the Mets. These were really, really high prospects that that all of MLB was like, these guys are going to be really good. And then they just flipped them. And I think at first you kind of go, oh shit, like I don't want to lose these guys. These are going to these going to be really. But when you look at you know the depth that the Jays have right now, especially batting, you know you've got Bichette at, at shortstop. Um, you've got Groshans, who's a shortstop as well. And then you've got Austin Martin, who's this number two prospect, who's a shortstop. You don't need him. And, and so uh, it's hard to see those guys go, but you, they, they definitely added some talent um, in the starting rotation. The bullpen is still lacking, though, Elliot. And I think that that's something that they're going to um, it's gonna, they're going to suffer in the postseason if they make it to the postseason. But down the stretch, they're going to suffer in their bullpen because uh, they haven't done anything to upgrade that. They added Brad Hand, who is supposed to be one of the best closers in the league. Um, and he's just, he's, he's just not, um, he's not what he, uh, what he once was, at least right now. And so that's frustrating. But yeah, their their pitching is still atrocious, Elliot. And the thing though with with the the Jays being the the best batters or or home run the home run team, they're there's the crazy thing that's different in most sports though, I feel, is their stadium each stadium's different, right? So each stadium kind of impacts the way um games go and in Toronto, that's a hitter's ballpark. So if you can hit the ball deep, you're likely to hit a home run. Um, so not a salary cap league. Where do the Jays fit in terms of how much they spend? Because obviously they're not spending. I was I just wondering like where they are in comparison yeah. to where they sit in the standings. Because I've never could, known this. I couldn't tell you the exact figures. It's ridiculous though. It's still to me that the 
MLB is without a salary cap. You see the Dodgers just loading up every year on every star player. The Jays, I think, sit like kind of in the 75 percentile of highest paid paid team uh, player team or whatever you want to call it. Um, They are they are notorious for being quite frugal, though, like they don't Rogers don't they don't usually want to blow their wad on uh on on big contracts the biggest contracts they've ever dished out was this year to george springer and that yeah, was like that five like, year 200 or something like that so I just looked it up. they're 11th in the league in total spending 11th yeah of how many at 133 30 just just 30 just 30 yeah yeah they're in the upper half they're in the upper half. Yeah. They're twenty million more than the league average. The league average. So is let me guess. Let me guess. Million. The first is the Dodgers. Yeah. Then the Yankees. Yeah. And then the Red Sox. Mets. Oh, Mets. <sighs> and still they suck. And actually, the uh, Red Sox are six. That goes: uh, Dodgers, Yankees, Mets, Astros, Ooh. Phillies. Oh. Then Red Sox. Phillies for sure. Yeah. And then Angels. And then Angels, the other LA team. Wow, that's crazy, huh? But like, right. but the Dodgers are far and away two hundred and sixty-seven million. The uh, Toronto plays pays one fifty one one fifty one. Yeah. So when you look at it with what we're in middle of August coming up on the last month and a half of of baseball before the postseason, do they have a chance for us to make the postseason? And if they do, do they have the roster to kind of make make a statement, or is this sort of another stepping stone for this club towards developing a, a championship caliber team. Are they there yet? Or, or are we looking at another season? Well, first and foremost, yes, we're looking at another season and beyond. I think that that with the, the age that these players are at, that that is the expectation. Now they're still pushing to be competitive this year. They're only sitting four and a half games out of a wild card spot, but the two teams ahead of them in that wild card spot are in their division, the AL East. So being the Yankees and the Red Sox. So I feel like it's going to be a really hard take going at, uh, going at making the off season. But, um, but I do think they have a, a very decent chance. They've got a very, very deep offensive lineup uh, in their batting order. Uh, and if Springer can stay healthy, um, Simeon has been one of the best one-year uh, signings that the Jays have ever seen. I'm I'm really hoping that they could re re up him, re-sign him um, for a multi-year. But uh, they've got some they've got some really really great talent, and if if they can get the pitching that they need um, to uh, to persevere, then then they have a very good chance of making the offseason. Nice postseason rather, yeah. All right, well, I guess we'll wait and see what happens there. That is our Blue Jays report for the year. We probably won't talk about them again until October, see if they make the playoffs. And if they don't, then uh, in about another year or so, we'll get back to it. (laughs) All right, uh, that was topic one. Hey, guess what? The Ordinary Podcasting Network has a brand new show. If you're a fan of Hattrick Sports, then I promise you, you are going to enjoy the Backyard Basketball Podcast. Braden Della Coldman, who is one of the hosts of this show here, Hattrick, hosts an amazing basketball show with one of his best friends, Christian Steck. Together, the two of them will break down the NBA, news from around the basketball world, and get you caught up on everything you need to know. It's fun. It's fast. They have great conversation and banter. They love basketball, and you will love the Backyard Basketball Podcast. Subscribe anywhere you get 
get your podcasts. And you can also follow them on Instagram at backyardbasketball underscore podcast. Okay, so jumping off of baseball, baseball did do something kind of interesting uh, this past week that got a lot of media attention, uh, a lot of social media uh, uh, attention, and you got to give them credit for that. As I joked about in the first segment, you know, they are struggling a little bit to find sort of new audiences, I think, for their game, and 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 they, they took a risk and tried something that a few other leagues have tried. You know, we've seen now for almost a decade and a half these outdoor games in the NHL, um, but this week, Major League Baseball held a game in Iowa, in a cornfield, in a uh, stadium built to rep- replicate the Field of Dreams from the classic right movie. Right across from it. Like yeah, it that's right. right. From where the original idea was. And beautiful, beautiful uh, execution, beautiful layout. They did a great job, I thought, in the presentation. Kevin Costner out at the beginning of it. It was just interesting to see like a a sports league really embrace one of their sort of like mythological narratives that isn't actually their own story. Do you know what I mean? That there's something sort of detached from the idea that Major League Baseball would go back and embrace a movie that's really about like, you know, sort of paying homage to a bunch of players that were banned from the league for uh, for gambling and ended up, you know, as ghosts in the storyline. But it beautifully executed the players for the Yankees and the White Sox coming out of the cornfield. I thought it was it just it was a made for TV moment that was executed really well. And we've seen a lot of times these made for TV moments by leagues fall on their faces or just not work. Obviously, the NHL tried something kind of unique this year because they didn't have to worry about fans. They tried to play a game at Lake Tahoe. We kind of teased them about it, and a lot of people did because the sun was just so hot that day that the ice was. Terrible but it was unplayable but it was cool it was an it was an interesting idea and i think that they have to get some credit for that so we thought we'd play a little game this week um where each of us will will pitch a unique venue or a unique concept for a professional sports game to occur now this had to be somewhat plausible so no we're not going to have a hockey game on the moon uh there's a jordan you can't quit talking i you're you're stealing my idea right now there there's there's a there was a pitch on twitter about the kraken and the canucks playing underwater i don't think that's going to happen Apparently, the NHL at one point did look at doing an NHL outdoor game on an aircraft carrier. I don't know how that would work with the leveling and whatnot, but those it had to be somewhat plausible. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe Elliot's going to break the rules, and that's fine. I will go first. Mine is actually... Uh, I, I, I thought about it. I've been thinking about it a lot. And then I started looking it up. And apparently there, well, there was at one point an actual idea uh, to play a game at Lake Louise. I wanted to take it one step further. I think Lake Louise would be an unbelievable backdrop. But what I want to say is mm-hmm. we've seen all those amazing beer commercials where you've got these like outdoor rinks on the top of a mountain. I want to see that with NHL players. I want them helicoptered in in full gear. I want them stepping out of the helicopters. I don't want fans. This is a made-for-TV moment. I want drones, big cool camera angles. But I yeah. want them stepping off of helicopters i want them playing in this outdoor pristine untouched venue uh made for tv 100 my pitch is the nhl on the top of a mountain or in a fully uh, unacceptable backcountry oh rink somewhere just yeah. like back to the purest sense of pond hockey. you know be sweet with that one is if they like if they entered the ice like with crashed ice first so they had to like go down a, like the red bull shoot <laughs> And, and they're just trying to you just like you avoid injury and then you get to try right. and like whatever that's... team gets down first gets to start the game with an extra point. It's like a player on second. All right, Elliot, what's your uh, what's your pitch for one? Well, you you triggered me. First of all, your intro was so funny because you're like baseball. Major League Baseball decided to do something unique. We've seen other sports like hockey do outdoor games and MLB, and I was like, 
are, are you going to praise MLB for doing an outdoor game? You didn't do that, but <laughs> all of MLB's games are outdoor games. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I was like, Canada. no, Jordan, what wasn't special about this was that it was outside. Okay, listen, you triggered me before this conversation. Space Jam. Let's do Space oh, Jam, but just for real. Listen, you got the intro. <laughs> so what, the Monstars? What, the LA no, Lakers? That they currently are? You, you, listen, listen, listen. Oh. You got everything but the air in the yeah. International Space Station. Okay? okay. You everything set up a basketball court. It's yeah. a zero-grav basketball game. On the international Yo, how do you station. get Air Jordan to sponsor that then? Because it would be zero gravity, Jordan. It'd be zero grav, Jordan. It'd be a whole new brand, a whole new line of seekers. It's the whole thing. <laughs> zero gravity basketball would be insane. It's like, it's like, it's like, what was that? What was that? It's like trampoline like, Slam ball. Slam ball. It's yeah. like slam ball, but like in space. Literally, let's just create Space Jam. The branding's already there. Right, you get LeBron right. there. You got a movie about it. Just literally create basketball on the International Space Station. All right. You want to talk about made for TV. I like it. I like it. <laughs> All right. What do you got, Brain? What do you got? Well, I had a hard time with this because I was like, well, well one, the, the Field of Dreams was a really great idea. And it kind of took me surprise because I didn't actually know what was happening. And I, I kind of caught wind of it late. I one, I don't know why they only played one game when baseball weird, yeah. usually does series of like three <laughs> games. Yeah. So you build this whole thing well, and then Elliot's you told play you already. one of them. No, but Elliot's told you already. It's ticket gate. They it's couldn't get enough game. people into that stadium for it to be a valuable asset for the league. They need right. to make money. Right. So it's a novel thing, <laughs> yeah. as are the winter classics and the heritage classics. Except for those, those ones, they have like 100,000 fans. <laughs> which are great. I think it's really great for the, the league. Yeah. I think that the NBA tried to do something like that in China. Um, and what, By playing a game in China? Uh-huh. And overseas. <laughs> Very unique. Uh-huh. I thought about maybe like, you know, like uh, synchronized more, more swimming in like uh, <laughs> synchronized swimming in like shark infested waters might be pretty interesting. Synch- oh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> but I think what would be really sweet is, is for sure. <laughs> yeah, for, well, I'm with you on the NBA. I think the NBA needs to kind of pick up something like this uh, that would be interesting. I, like, go and, outside. Go outside. Yeah. yeah. Rutgers Park is a huge park in New York. Lots of history, lots of culture around that, around where the NBA kind or of started. Or just play in Times Square. Venice Beach would be sweet. Times Square is not the right place to do that, though. You get the Knicks and the Nets uh-uh. playing in Times Square. Uh-uh. With, Rutgers Park. With a set Rutgers. stadium. Rutgers in New yeah, York. Yeah. That's what would you do. But would it be hardwood or not? Is that's the question? Oh, yeah, yeah. You lay one of their courts the same way that they can lay their courts in a bloody ballroom at Orlando's or Venice Beach. Like you got to, you need a nice backdrop. That's what you need, and uh, and the NBA is due for something like this for sure. It would be cool to take the NBA outside for sure. That would be really cool because it's one of the only sports right now that hasn't really tried to like mix the venue up like that. Like the NHL has gone outside because it makes sense, but basketball easily could be You know, what's different about the Field of Dreams, that was more of like the narrative of it rather than the novelty of like where it is. That's right. What it is. Yeah, totally. It was the crossover of the story. And so it's like, is there a a sports movie for one of the other leagues that that you could – Jump on. We've, you know, Elliot, so Space Jam. Well, yeah, what is the other right. one? We so take a dog, a golden retriever. And ah, we teach here we it, go. And we, teach, we, and we just go. recreate Airbus. Airbus. Every, all four of the major sports. Okay? Yep. That's we, it. We, we cross the, uh, what's that dog show? The big, uh, the Westminster Crossed. Abbey. With, uh, oh no, not Westminster. Westminster. Dog show. Abbey? The Westminster dog, dog show. show. What am I thinking? The Westminster dog show. Yeah. 
Master Chief King Kong Abbey. That's the place. It's, that's it's the, a the church. That's, that's a, a church. In London. That's where it would take place as well. Okay. Uh huh. Because I know the NFL did try to play in Mexico City last year, so it's not like okay. too novel for. T- they just couldn't because the field was so bad. Is they- basketball? Uh, sorry, Jordan. You no, 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 no. I'm just saying, like, lots of teams have tried to do like out of market games. I'm just talking more like yeah. out of out of normal playing condition space is what's cool about it. Yeah, is basketball sure. disproportionately impacted by wind, though? Like, you'd have is, is well, that's a good question. Well, no more than hockey is by cold weather. Well, like yes, the the impact of the game. Not if you're trying to make at, shots. Not if you're trying really to make threes, question. though. That's a really good question. But like, look at yeah, look really at the question. Sydney Crosby game with Buffalo and Pittsburgh. You're gonna tell me that the heavy snow falling didn't impact the outcome of that game? Yeah. You by going outside, the elements become a factor. But, it, but sure. if you take a shot at the net and there's wind, it's probably not going to impact. Okay, well, the I don't direction. suggest that they play on like the top of a of a building, although that would uh-huh. be cool. It would but, be cool. Yeah, but, if, they, if there was a ping pong game at like the top of two. Or tennis match, yeah, at the top of a skyscraper. That'd be great. That'd be pretty sweet. That'd be great. All right. Well, we have lots of cool ideas. If anyone at home has a better idea or likes one of those ideas, hit us up on Instagram or Twitter. Give us your suggestions. Maybe we'll uh, we'll do a greatest hits of any other suggestions that come in. But I I really do think the league should should be paying attention. Major League Baseball did something, and the biggest and most important thing from from the outcome of that game was that it got attention again for a league that is desperate to try to be the be be the 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 finger on the pulse of what's cool for young people and it was an instagram and twitter phenomenon people loved it it was trending everywhere they thought it was really cool i'm sure half the people who thought it was cool didn't even know what the movie was because it's so old um but nostalgia is always a always a a cool thing but you know next year they're gonna do another movie uh, with baseball and kevin costner will also be there (laughs) yeah probably all right we'll leave it there that's topic two Do you or someone you know own a small business? Are you looking to grow or to reach new customers? Hey, why not let us help? Hattrick is looking for unique brands, businesses, and products to advertise on our show. You can find out how we can help spread the word about your business by contacting us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. All right, here we go. Uh, Topic three, we're going back to hats off. We haven't done it in a few weeks. We're all ready to take our hats off. We will go to Elliot first. Elliot, okay. who, are you, who are you taking your hat off to? Let me take you to the Savannah Bananas, one of my favorite uh, minor league team names in, uh, in in baseball, the Savannah Bananas, and one Josh Lavender. I tip my hat to him this week, and I'll tell you why. This is probably, and I will share it with you uh, guys as we go, the greatest walk-up I have ever seen. Walk-up to the bat. Look, he brings a caddy, golf range fi- range finder, <laughs> and goes through a whole process what? during his... Uh, I don't know if you can see this. Are yeah. you seeing this right now? Yeah, yeah, we're watching uh, it. We'll post it on our Instagram. He's got, he's got the whole... The proof. He's, he's got the, 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 the scorecard in front of him. They're doing... Now the caddy's doing the wow. range finder. This is just the walk-up. They're going to talk it through. He suggests a club that seems like maybe ah, the right yes. club. That looks like a ah, yes. iron or something. This will work. Decides to take it back. They switch to the bat. Oh, yeah. Maybe try bat. We're playing baseball. <laughs> That's right. And the caddy <laughs> swings like a golf club. Oh, this on. is fantastic. All right. We'll, we'll post this because this is what, definitely what, what worth is watching. This, this like, is minor league baseball. Okay. Minor league baseball. I don't even know where it is from, honestly. I, Savannah, I, I, Georgia. I Savannah, Georgia, the Savannah Bananas, Josh That's Lavender. I, I tip my hat to you. The wow. name and all, everything about this is perfect. 
hey, you want to get butts and seats in baseball? This is the kind of shit you need to be doing. I love Hats it. Hats off. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, Braden, who are you taking your hat off to? All right. I had told you guys that I had uh, tipped my hat to a, a young pitcher that got a, uh, a no-hitter today. Uh, that's not home tipping my hat to. Good for him. But I'm tipping my hat to the newest member of the Toronto Raptors, Scotty Barnes, who was the surprise fourth overall pick. Um, he's, he's, he's going to be a really, really fun player to watch. And I think Toronto Raptors fans are going to gravitate to him very quickly. He, um, he dropped 15 and a half points tonight, 6.8 rebounds in summer league, to be fair. So yes, young players, but, uh, this guy's going to surprise, he's going to surprise a lot of people. So I tip my hat to Scotty Barnes. You can find out more about Scotty Barnes, quick pitch on the backyard basketball podcast, also hosted by the ordinary podcasting network. Uh, we, uh, Christian and I, uh, host podcast every Wednesday. You can find it here. You done? That's it. Nice. Nice little plug there. Uh, I will take my hat off uh, to the newest member of Paris Saint-Germain. And no, I am not talking about Leon Messi. The crybaby. Oh. I'm not talking about Leon Messi. I'm talking about the newest member of PSG Femene, mm-hmm. the female version of the PSG organization, Stephanie Labe. Goaltender, gold medalist for Team Canada. She upgrades from her Swedish club. They signed her to the biggest uh, women's team in Europe, arguably the biggest women's team in the world. And now she is the like absolutely uh, on a on a two week roller coaster of success after success. And I wish her nothing but success in Paris. And I hope that she continues to find. Uh, more and more wins. We didn't really get to do a hats off after the Olympics. She's my Olympic winner. What an amazing performance by Stephanie Labe. Best of luck in Paris. And uh, that was hats off this week. It was a lot of fun, uh, a lot of baseball content. So we'll, uh, we'll look for the angry letters from all of the uh, listeners who uh, are confused. <laughs> baseball fans. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, well, about fans, that, that how much you downplayed their sport as a cultural <laughs> icon in America. That's who we're going to get. The yeah, still America's from, past. Okay. Time. Still America's past. It, it's a past time. Yeah. You're damn right. <laughs> it's been left behind. You, you, America has moved on uh, baseball. You got to catch up. You know uh, what? We will okay, leave it there. Maybe, maybe, maybe if baseball played more games inside, it would be better. I don't know. Oh yeah, what, what baseball? Inside. What baseball needs is more games. Yeah, Absolutely, yeah, 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 for sure. Maybe if they All were right. just playing three hundred a year, that would be great. <laughs> All right, we will leave it there. This has been Hattrick. Hattrick is a member of the Ordinary Podcasting Network. It's produced every week by Jordan Dyler Coltman and Braden Dyler Coltman. And follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Thanks for listening. The Ordinary Podcasting Network wishes to acknowledge that the lands on which our conversations take place include Treaty 6 territory, the traditional meeting ground and home for many indigenous peoples, including the Cree, Dene, Soto, Blackfoot, Métis, and the Nakota Sioux peoples, as well as the unceded territories of the Coast Salish peoples, including the territories of the Musqueam, Squamish, and Tsleil-Waututh nations. We acknowledge the many First Nations, Métis, and Inuit, whose footsteps have marked 
these lands for generations. And we extend our appreciation for the opportunity to live, create, and share stories on these territories. The Ordinary Podcasting Network intends to engage in conversations and dialogue, which acknowledge that reconciliation is not a destination, but a journey, and that we remain committed to practicing our craft in a decolonized space.